We are now live for the WWE NXT podcast here on Wrestling Inc. After Cora Jade, quote unquote, shocked the world. But we will get into that uh, later on. I am Alfred uh. one here with our returning champion, letting out sign all. Cannot hide her disdain. It is NYC Demon Diva herself, Issa. Butch. <laughs> is that your review of the NXT show in one word? Can we go home now? Yeah, yes, yes, that's it. Thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. <laughs> YouTube for wrestling bits. Yes. But uh, Issa is here with us. I'm sure we're going to get her thoughts on this show. I'm sure a lot of you have thoughts. A lot of conspiracy theorists on Twitter were proven right tonight. But before we get into it, there are some news items, uh, which is kind of fitting given how this episode ended, to talk about the women's tag team champions potentially being gone from Please WWE. Please don't tell me you're gonna, we're going to report on the tag team titles update. That's not a real update. We're absolutely going to. It looks like there are no tag team title plans imminently. There are really no tag teams when it comes to women tag teams, as we've noticed. But there are no plans imminently. It does not look like there are any immediate plans to bring them back anytime, if ever, now that Sasha Banks and Naomi uh, have mostly reportedly been released, especially when it comes to Sasha Banks, but are no longer with WWE. Issa. I uh, my comment on this news report is that it was a very slow news days in the world of professional yes. wrestling today when people are sending reports about an update on the tactic titles and then the update is that there is no update. There is no update. There's never going to be an update. I we might never hear about these titles again. I shout out to vacant for still holding this title ring strong. I'm not sure anybody's going to break this record. I want to see a WWE biography on vacant. I was furious that Me they're too. doing oh, all these biography God. series. The Undertaker, Goldberg. Alfred. Okay, great. Who did they be? Look at Vacant. He needs his own biography. On Alfred, Amy. we might have to unite our YouTube channels and collab on Vacant's biography. Oh my god! Oh my! You know, you can narrate it. We could, we could have a lot of fun with this. I like that idea, Nisa. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we're we're going to develop a Vacant biography. Nobody better rip yeah. us off. We're going to develop this. Both of us. Dark, dark side of the ring. It got nothing on what we got coming. <laughs> yeah. We're going to sell this to A&E. We're going to make a lot of money. I like hey, that. Hey. Well, speaking of a slow news day, it looks like Dave Meltzer has found himself in the center of uh, another quote-unquote controversy as Io yeah. Shirai has clapped back oh. at reports that she has one foot out of the WWE, which is what Dave Meltzer said. We have not seen Io Shirai for quite some time, but she did tweet out an emoji puking, saying that they are rumors. <laughs> Do you believe that we've seen the last of Io Shirai in WWE, Issa? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I I don't know if she's still injured. If she's like recovered. Why haven't we seen her? I don't know that there's anything left for her in NXT. I don't know if there's anything for her in the main roster, which makes you really lean into these rumors. Because if she was to leave NXT right now, I wouldn't blame her if she doesn't want to go to the main roster. You know, so I'm 50-50 on this. Uh, the report must have came from somewhere and maybe she's not ready for this news to be out. So she put out the tweet. I'm not sure, but... I mean, I just want whatever Io shoes says to be whatever makes her happy. 
Yeah, and to be fair, the last time we heard an update on Io Shirai, it was that there was an offer on the table and that she had not yet yeah. signed. So she may be waffling, maybe thinking of whether or not she wants to return to Japan uh, or whether she wants to continue in the United States. But uh, we'll see. This is very par for the course. To be completely fair, wrestlers, whenever there's a report out there that it seems got out without their control, they seem to uh, go after the person who reported it and say it's rumors. And sometimes it ends up being just that rumor, sometimes not. Just a wacky world. A lot of times it's speculation on somebody's reports and people are sending it out there as a report because somebody's speculating yeah. what could be going on with this person's contract, you know? Yes, there's a lot of that. Um, but uh, And shout out to Raj Giri, our own Raj, who broke the story of Sasha Banks being reportedly released. I know that caused a lot of tension within whether it was Banks' camp or others, but it looks like Raj's report is turning out to be more accurate. Uh, as he yeah. breaks in the Super Chats. What a nay for Raj. Robert Martinez from 199. Chase, you signed me up. Proud of Mandy. She is NXT. We'll get into all that. Chase, you had a nice little cameo. Uh, before we get yeah, into yeah. it, really quickly, did you see the Natalia spot with Liv Morgan where she no-sold Liv's finish and walked out? What did you think about all that? Because there's been some updates on that. It looks like there's a little heat on Natalia, but they've uh, solved this issue. What were your thoughts on it? I really would like to know what happened because that's just so out of character for Natalia. She's such a ring pro. I wonder if there was like something went on before. If she's have uncomfortable, she had to check something. She had to use the bathroom because she seemed to just get up and want to get out of there. I don't know what, what it was, but it feel like it was just a miscommunication. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't think it came off in a like a malicious way. You know, I'm, I don't know, but I did see it and I keep watching it and watching it. The more I watch it, the more confusing it gets. Yeah. I mean, if you do read body language, it looked like she was upset about something. She did point her finger. And, and to your point, Natalia is the last person I would expect to do something like this and just completely go off the script. So I remained kind of suspicious of this, that maybe it was part of an angle, but apparently it's not. It's very, you know, that she... Nobody considers the ring more sacred than Natalia, given her lineage and whatnot. But you just don't right. expect to see something like this from Natalia. So apparently it's the hill she's willing to die on. She's pissed off about something. But hopefully they've uh, ironed that out. I'm sure we're going to get a storyline about that uh, yeah. in the future. Yeah, I but agree with you. I think the most important thing that happened this weekend at the House Live events was the video of the little kid doing the ooh with Roman Reigns. Did you see it? I saw that. It was, uh, Roman it was the cutest so freaking thing ever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's all over Twitter. It's all over social media. Check out Roman Reigns uh, this past weekend in live. I believe that was in Sacramento. This little kid timed it. He timed yeah. it perfectly with Roman. He was so cute. That was great that they were doing that. <laughs> That'll make him a babyface. So the guy's supposed to be one of the biggest heels at WWE's biggest show. But haven't you seen like like this is the second time that a, that a clip of him interacting with kids at the house shows goes viral. There's the one where he ming mugged the kid and the kid ming like was ming mugging him. I'm telling you, Roman Reigns, whenever they do decide to go babyface with him, he could be a big deal, especially with I, the kids. Oh, definitely. And if you could argue he's already a babyface based on, you know, his reaction, the T-shirts he sells. Yeah. He got Roman sucks chance lightly on SmackDown and seemed kind of surprised by it. Like, you're not supposed to be saying that to me. Like, shoot, surprised by it. Uh, right, and, uh, right. My it, favorite moment if you can get Roman If you Reigns, can get the kids. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say my favorite moment of Reigns with a child is when the child's mom goes go roman and the kid just looks at his mom like mom how could you my my other favorite moment of roman reigns with a child is when he murdered dominic mysterio on live television that was oh yes yeah pandemic viewing one of the top moments of the pandemic the camera shot was incredible so we'll get into uh uh, tonight's WWE NXT very eventful episode as we had a storyline thread. We opened with Roxanne Perez 
the challenger for tonight's NXT Women's Championship getting attacked. And where uh, did she Davis, get attacked at, Alfred? Where do you think? I think where everybody gets attacked at the NXT parking lot, which is also dangerous. We warn people every week on this podcast, but they just don't listen. The most either. dangerous place in all of the world at this point. I used to say Florida, then it was the United States. At this point, it's the world. Yes, yeah, little Haiti, Overton, and then right up there with them is that NXT parking lot. Just stay away from that area. Yep. Violent crime Please. rate. If you were to Google that in uh, like Zillow, it would give an F for the crime rate in terms of how dangerous that area is. Yeah, well, you probably cheap real estate. Yeah, yeah. You can buy if you're into buying low, you can buy that. Yeah, uh, but buy it right there. <laughs> it looks like uh, Roxanne Perez is attacked. Uh, they did something kind of clever, even though I think a lot of people knew what was going to eventually end up happening. They did something at the beginning where they show the video package and they really zoom in on when Mandy Rose last week said Roxanne might not even make it to the title match. So we open in toxic right. attraction as the number one suspect for who had attacked Roxanne Perez. Your thoughts, Issa? Uh, my original thoughts was actually Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction. Sometimes I feel like NXT don't really put that much thought into the storyline. So I was like, okay, somebody from Toxic Attraction did it. I was actually doing a live watch along on my channel, Sheep Club. And that's where everybody in the chat started saying, no, it was Cora, it was dead. And that's what I really got into the storyline. I will say they really did get me into the end because I wanted to mm. find out. But once everybody started mentioning Cora, I could see it right especially with the with the promo that she cut that we'll get into later on but the promo that she cut kind of like gave it up a little bit yeah and there's nothing wrong with predictability i think people knew or had a hunch as to where this was going but just tell me a story and they kept this going throughout the threat of nxt and eventually paid it off and just because it was predictable i don't think took away from it you don't have to be surprising for the sake of surprising uh, and i would actually commend nxt for sticking to one thread of a story throughout the show i think it makes right. for much better viewing than being constantly thrown things at you that this person's coming that person's coming this angle that angle they really yeah. were and focused they, on the they, show and they did such an incredible job at involving all the other women backstage, the other women in the roster, like bringing it up in interviews that might have not had anything to do with mm -hmm. that. Yeah, it, I, I was invested. I really wanted to know what would happen to the point that somebody mentioned like, oh, they're not going to reveal it until next week. And I'm like, they better not do me like that <laughs> because I was I was really into the story. Yeah, that's an old Dusty Rhodes tactic that when it's, whether it's a main event or a big storyline, every wrestler in their promo has to mention it to make it seem bigger and to keep people tuned in. So that was uh, very well done on their part. So we don't know at this point who attacked Roxanne Perez, and uh, there's a lot of suspects suddenly. So we open the match with Giovanni Vinci versus Apollo Crews. I had no oh problem with the match, but Zion Quinn comes in and he attacks Apollo Crews. Vinci pins Apollo Crews. What is it, three weeks into Apollo Crews coming back? What did you think about this, Isa? Yeah, I love the match. The match itself was incredible. Apollo was doing some insane suplexes that we had suplex city chance in the building. Both of these men look great. Both of big meaty men slapping meat, kind of maybe mid-sized meaty men slapping meat, but still <laughs> it was good. Um, I didn't like the ending. I thought the match was going so well that I could have dealt with a finish. I, I also don't want to see Apollo lose. I mean, Slight props for keeping him protected by having Zion Quinn come out. But it also feels like we're veering Apollo away from what I thought he was back in NXT to do. He called out Brown Breaker in the beginning. He was after championship gold. And now he's just losing matches and going in this direction. That's not why I wanted Apollo back in NXT. Like, I wanted him to get a fair run in NXT. And it, this could be the start of a derail, in my opinion. 
Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't say that he's veering. I think he's fallen out of the car. I think it's been derailed and just him losing like this. Hey, I thought not... it was being mean, but you're over here like. Yeah, it's very disappointing to me because they had this promo exchange where it looked like they're starting this program that maybe it culminates at uh, an event before SummerSlam or something. But just yeah. immediately, and this is kind of a microcosm of what ended up happening in NXT where they're just immediately pulling the trigger on this match and on Apollo Crews losing so suddenly. I just... I think that both these guys could have stayed apart from each other and you could have really saved to build toward Apollo Crews losing. Because if you're going to go that route, you want to build some steam behind it because he is a main roster guy. But I feel like a lot was I rushed find, here. I find Apollo more interesting than Braun Breaker. And I don't understand why you wouldn't do that. Braun Breaker, I, I guess maybe you don't want to have Braun Breaker lose a title again to another main roster guy. Yeah. You know that would you think that might be the reason why they're steering in a different direction with Apollo at this point? Uh, it could be that. Uh, I, I don't think that it matters, especially with Braun Breaker. I mean, he's lost the title before and they didn't have any plans to call him up. You could shake it up. And I really do think they need to do something. And Apollo Crews is a great candidate. I mean, it looked like they were really doing something with him, with these vignettes of him daydreaming and seeing the future. Yeah, he was the, the superhero of the streets. Yeah, it's exactly. And he's not looking like a year right now, I'm telling you. It's not any book. So he's going to go off with Zion Quinn. And so I guess... Hopefully he gets a win over Zion, but very questionable yeah, but, looking at him. Yeah, but Giovanni looked great again. Just want to point that out. Yes, Giovanni looked just fine. He was just, uh, he was okay. He had a, what did you think about his uh, freeze frames that they used tonight? Uh, the first angle was terrible. I feel like if you're going to be doing a selfie entrance, you need to know your angles because I didn't like. There was, there was two out of the like four or six that they did. There was like two that I liked. The second angle was good. The first one was terrible. They like shot it from over here and he looked weird. No. So it's kind of like when they're shooting, it's kind of like a wordle. Like some of the angles are just bad altogether. Some of them are good in the right place. Yeah, yeah exactly. So we get a But you know what? Again, again, you know how many pictures you take for Instagram? And like you take like about 100 and you only post one. So I can see why they take so many free shots and then maybe one of those make it to the Instagram. I don't know. He needs to get his ratios up. You know, you don't have time for 100 <laughs> shots. <laughs> but uh, Tiffany Stratton, we get a vignette from her. Fingernails are dirty. You know what's funny about this uh, vignette? I like the vignette, but she's supposed to be this heel. But she's absolutely telling the truth. I saw no lies de detected. A crazy woman did attack her last week. Uh, she yes. did get thrown around. She did overcome the odds. Yes. She did win like she usually does. No lies detected here, and she's supposed to be the heel. So very interesting booking here for Tiffany Stratton. And even, even on top of that, like you're not supposed to root for Tiffany Stratton, but any I, I mean, I'm sure you've seen the movie as well, but any girly girl automatically saw that segment and thought of Legally Blonde, and we all love Elle Woods, okay? Elle Woods does no wrong in anybody's eyes, so what did she teach us? When you're stressed out, you run to the nail salon, and you tell your nail artist everything. That's like, that's how life is supposed to be, so when I see Tiffany doing that, and the nails look on point, and you know, I'm a lash expert, but I'm also a nail expert, okay? Nails look great. She even put some little diamonds in it, some Sorvaski maybe, because I would expect Tiffany to get Sorvaski, not like the regular diamonds. But anyways, I love the segment so much that I was like, you said, she's stating facts. I like how they did it. I can't, I cannot not root for Tiffany at this point. Now, as a nail expert, and given that we just saw this nail segment, Issa, do you have a nail tip maybe that maybe the everyday person doing their nails could use? Yeah, so my the with the one thing that people always ask me is how do you type on your phone with those nails? And once you have nails for so long, you just learn to type with the side of your fingers. So you don't type like this because my finger wouldn't touch the phone. So you learn to type with the side of your fingers. 
So learn to do that if you want to have long nails. If you keep them short, then you'll be able to type just fine. But the longer, the better. That's what she said. <laughs> the longer, the better. Pause. But uh, yeah, she speaks the truth. Hey, listen, I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, we... <laughs> Thank you for that tip. You're not going to get these type of tips anywhere else in the wrestling world. Just not, I'd let you know. Uh, Cameron Grimes comes to the ring, so he's all downtrodden and sad. He thought he was going to the moon, but he crashed. Oh my god, I'm so tired of him whining. Yes, very whining. And I thought, hey, maybe he's turning to him, but no, JD McDonough comes in. He gets we don't care chances, get what chances, poor guy. He headbutts Cameron Grimes after Cameron Grimes calls him an Irish asshole. And it looks like we're setting up Cameron Grimes versus JD McDonough. Do we care, Issa? No, we don't care. Why is he crying? He lost these matches. Like Cameron Grimes, you lost these matches. He even got confused in the middle of his promo. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the North American Championship because I'm still thinking about that. Yeah, because you've lost like five matches in a row. Why are you still on my television? Why? Like, I don't understand. I hated JD's hair tonight, by the way. Horrible. I don't know who did it, but it was it was, it was a bad hair thing. Yes, not, not his best hair. <laughs> okay. uh, it looks like that they're not going going to have uh, uh, Cameron Grimes win this feud either because, you know, JD is new and they're trying to get him over. So it looks like Cameron Grimes is going to keep losing. And I don't know whether he'll turn heel or goes to the main roster. They got to poop or get off the pot with Cameron Grimes because it's getting well, harder he and harder. Go broke. Isn't he losing all of his money by this point? Because I don't know. Maybe he can be the NXT Baron Corbin. <laughs> I can see that. And listen, they got to do something yeah, with I this know. guy, especially if he's going broke. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I can't. It's very hard for me to get invested into Cameron Grimes right now. Too many losses in a row. The character doesn't feel interesting. And him coming out, I get when he won the North American title, they were doing the baby face thing. Like, I'm doing this for my dad, and I respect that. But it's like, it's, it sounded, he's been whining too much, right? Like, there's no, like, reason to get behind him. Like, yeah, you're a badass. I'm going to root for you. No, all he's doing to me is just complaining, and he's getting old. So they need to turn things around for him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Diamond Mind was watching film in the back, and so Roderick Strong challenged Damon Kemp to a match because he blamed him for losing the tag titles. This was weird. It's like Diamond Mind is just trying to get along, and Roderick Strong is like the Paloma of the group. <laughs> Deep Big Brother reference for those of you Big Brother 24 fans. <laughs> Where are you at? <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's a Paloma. He's running rough shot. He's going on a power trip. That's actually what uh, Paloma's stealing his gimmick. So maybe he can uh, file a, a lawsuit against that. Yeah, he should. He should. Sorry for the Big Brother reference, but anyways, yeah, I just I I, I was confused. It seemed like Diamond Mine is trying to work things out, but okay, Roderick Strong is still here and we're still doing something with him. I feel like they should have gotten rid of Diamond Mine, and I think we said it before weeks ago. And I wouldn't even be mad if it doesn't get mentioned and they just start showing in singles competitions. Yeah, if they at this point they should. It's just been there stretching it out. Yeah. And I'm sure eventually it's gonna implode. I like the idea of doing a film study as like a wrestling segment, but it was very awkward yeah. the way they pulled this off. Looked very fake, but they're on to a the lot right of idea. awkward things on tonight's NXT. Oh, yeah, <laughs> well, including Grayson Waller calling out Wes Lee. So it looks like that's randomly gonna happen uh, uh, after they started to have problems and uh, continued shots of Roxanne Perez in the medical room. Of course, every time they've mentioned Roxanne Perez, they had to say what Cora Jade was doing to kind of telegraph what might be happening. Yeah, yeah. It got a little too obvious. They didn't need to do all that. People were already suspicious. We didn't need the additional, you know. Yeah. Just, uh, WDB can't help themselves. You know, they, they did have the red hair yeah. in the beginning with the toxic attraction, but can't help themselves. We get to Caden Carter versus Tatum Paxley. It looks like Carter 
uh, and uh, Katana Chance are going to be turning heel because they're having a little match. And then out of nowhere, Tatum Paxley rolls up Caden Carter and she's furious, he said. Yeah, she was extremely mad. Uh, the match was very uneventful, in my opinion, though. Like, I can't remember the match. And I know I watched it, and I can't remember anything about it outside of the roll-up finish. Me neither. I felt like just as it was getting going, they were starting to do spots. It ended. So this is nothing to remember. I think they were just trying to get over the fact that Caden and Katana are getting pissed, and they're going to turn heel. Right. Okay, well, I can't wait to see. Maybe they'll go to different – do you think they'll still go to music festivals if they're heels, or are they going to stop that? Well, I really hope they do. If they go to Coachella, they'll be heels. But any other music festival, if they go to Tyler, the creator's Flogna, big baby face. No, that's but good. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Coachella, you're definitely a heel, especially if you don't wear the right outfit. Because I'll be Excellent. judging you. I judge all Coachella outfits. Yeah, Coachella fits are a vibe. They're a whole vibe. They're a whole I know, culture. I know. I know. But some, some people did not get the memo this year. <laughs> Call them out. He said, put them on Twitter. Let's put them on blast. I'll, I'll retweet that stuff. <laughs> you can't let them get away with this. Yeah, no, it's just, I, I feel like because Coachella was called off for so long, people were just like going crazy with the theme, but you know, leather in the le in the desert in like 100 degree weather, it's not it. They're a little rusty coming off the pandemic. Got to give them a couple of years to get into it. Uh, All rusty. right. Uh, you know what you're not going to be seeing at uh, Coachella, or maybe you will, some druids. Druid outfits are not very popular oh at Coachella, God, no. given how hot it is. And Joe Gacy cut a promo with their druids. All I remember is he said, there's plenty of room in the shade under the schisms tree. Are we going to the schism tree, Isa? No, we're not. Is that the name of his faction? Schism? Like, I mean, Tool's going to have a problem with that if he ends up doing that because it's copyright. <clears throat> this was dumb. I'm tired of Joe Gacy. I'm tired of the druids. I'm done. That's it. Okay, we're done. No more Joe Gacy references on this podcast. I'll be totally fine with that. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to change his name, but uh, we might have to experiment with that. Do you think we're ever going to find out who the druids are, or is it just generic people under there? Yeah, see, they haven't made me care about the druids. I don't know if that's by design, because they just don't care who they are. You don't care are. about them when they're wrestling in their druids outfit? Like, that's gangster. <laughs> no, no, it's the opposite of gangster. It's a it's funeral gangster movie. <laughs> Does but, it not annoy you that nobody tries to like remove it and like reveal the face when they're wrestling them? That's all. Like, why are you not putting them in a headlock and try to take off the? You know what I mean? Like, it makes no sense. The, the, somebody this has whole to. Thing, it makes no sense. Whenever they're ready to pay it off, though, I hope they put like a really good where like they put the Usos under there to just go crazy, and then it's them or something like that. Just the night that they unveil them. That, uh, It'll be Matt Riddle. There you go. <laughs> I would never problem with that. Right, Matt Riddle and a returning Randy Orton. That's who it's going to be. They're going to give that away yeah. on NXT. Imagine. We had a sing in the back with Ulisa Leone and Valentina Froze. Are you familiar with them, Issa? No. <laughs> should, I, should I be? <laughs> well, I don't know. They didn't do much with them. I don't even think they mentioned them by name. But they're in the yeah. back uh, chopping it up with Singa after his big moment having a cannonball on TV. And then Duke Hudson calls him out. They have a match. Duke dominates the match, but Singa beats him with a choke slam. Yeah, saying his um, chest hair bothers me. Yeah, one of the spots was Duke Hudson pulling out his chest hair and throwing it all over the ring. It was nasty. Yeah, it's, it, it wasn't necessary. This feud feels very out of nowhere. Like, again, it's, we were just talking and we have a lot of, it's hard to get invested. I wasn't invested. NXT has a lot of really potential gimmicks and people, but it's hard to get invested in them. I don't know what they're doing wrong. 
Yeah, and uh, Manscaped's timing couldn't be any worse because this would be a perfect transition to talking about body hair and what you can do to trim it. But no, no, no Manscaped ad tonight. Hey, you, you, you got to re-up those ads so that we can transition like this and make some good television. We're broadcasting. Yeah, agree. Shout out to Manscaped. Shout out to Manscaped. Oh, tell me what you think about this segment, Issa. So Briggs and Jensen, they're at a saloon and they are pulling. So now Jensen's no longer seems to be terrible with women because now he's a champion and they're talking to women. And then Pretty Deadly comes in looking better than Brokeback Mountain. And, oh, uh, they were beautiful. Going in there. Of course, Briggs says, you're at the wrong bar. And these are supposed to be the baby faces, by the way. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, heavy implications as to what bar they're supposed to be at. And uh, just when it's about to pop off, Fallon Henley pulls out a pool cue and scares everybody off and their cooler heads prevail. So it looks like we're going to have a tag championship match or at least a match between these two teams next week on NXT. Yes. And I'm rooting for pretty deadly. Yes. Me too. I can't, I can't imagine what these people at the bar felt when they saw such beauty and fashion sense open the door. Do you know nobody at this bar has ever seen anything like pretty deadly and their fashion sense and the lace that they were wearing. It was, it was too beautiful for that, for that kind of bar, you know? Very fashion forward. Kind of remind me of the smoking guns during Pride Month. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I agree with you. Yes. I love Pretty Deadly. I I, I I would love to see them win these titles again. I don't think it makes sense for these other kids to have it. We'll see what happens. And they have the best fashion in all of WWE. Every, now that I've seen this maximum male model thing, which I continue to love, I really think Pretty Deadly would kill this thing. And, and pretty if Deadly. It's founder, pretty Deadly will completely elevate um, that kid. Alfred, do you know that you can now submit your application on MaximumMailModels.com? Do I ever. I might have done the maximum. I, they're going to block me because I keep submitting. <laughs> I submitted a couple for Roman Reigns. <laughs> like he needs the help. Why did you do that? I don't know. Oh, because you want to see a catalog. <laughs> I see what you're doing. I know exactly how you do that. You want to see Roman it's Reigns with his, you know, with his short stuff, don't you? I want to see him in the tennis collection. <laughs> You nasty. <laughs> Helping on Alexander telling us a lie and saying Lisa and Valentina is my favorite tag team in NXT. What do you think about that, Isa? Who? <laughs> I think We're they're great. I think they're great. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I this happens to me with AEW too. That there's so many people that they're trying to get us to get invested in and get to know that it's very hard to remember some characters. Absolutely. Every, every week we see new vignettes. We saw a couple this week. We'll get into that uh, in a little bit, but just one vignette after another. So then we go to uh, Von Wagner and Solo Sokoa are about to have a match. But before we go to these promos, and there could not have been a bigger discrepancy in charisma from one promo to the other, which were aired back to back. We get Von Wagner going first. And I will cut this promo exactly how Von Wagner cut this promo. So Robert Stone is putting him over, and Vaughn cuts him off. He goes, shut up. This isn't baseball. This isn't football. This is a fight. Solo Sokoa, it doesn't matter if it's the streets, the island, or in that ring. We're going to find out how tough of a fighter you really are. End quote. Okay, so that's Vaughn Wagner's <laughs> Then we get to Solo Sokoa, and he's in the locker room. He's taping Yo. his fists. He's ready. And Solo Sokoa, I'm going to read this in my suburban voice. It says, quote, Okay. Von Wagner, you a bad man. Snapping bones. We'll see if you can try that on me. Putting fools through a table. Let's see if you can try that on me. Launch him into the fifth row. Hey, yo, try that on me. 
Von Wagner, it's put up or shut up time for you, and it's go time for me. Let's get it. End quote. Now you tell me, Issa, whose promo did you think was better based on those two readings? Definitely Von Wagner's. <laughs> that's sarcasm. That's sarcasm. I can't stand him. I don't know. Do you think that's part of the gimmick? Do you think he does it on purpose? Because I, I feel like tonight was borderline trolling. That might be what's going on. Listen, at this point, that would save the gimmick if we could look forward to how little energy he can give these promos. But uh, might be and no, but it's not just the promos. So when we get to the match, he moves in slow motion. Yes. You notice that, right? And he's such a—he's a big guy. He's built, but he just—he's so awkward. And then he talks, and he's just as awkward. He's like, "How am I supposed to like this character? Like, somebody please explain it to me, like I'm a five-year-old." And I mean, WWE is surrounding him, or NXT at least, surrounding him with whether it was Mr. Stone or Sophia, like they're trying with him. And that was my problem with this match is how slow it was because we're talking about having a fight and they're trying to get you excited for a fight. I thought for sure this was going to be one of those matches that started with somebody's going to the ring and they get jumped and we're off to the races. Right. But they're like holding each other and posturing and shoving each other and pulling their hair. And they're like, there's not one move until they're like a shoulder tackle. And yep. for the first like couple of minutes of this match, it was just a slog. It was so bad and it was so slow. And Von Wagner was moving very awkward. At one point, he has Solo Sokoa in a headlock for so long that I'm literally staring at my TV like, do they think they're on a break? Like, I'm wondering if nobody had let them know that they're back on air because he just has him on a freaking headlock the whole time. And again, Solo Sokoa is someone that weeks ago I thought should have been in a title picture, whether it was the North American Championship or the NXT Championship. And then you keep putting him in this route he's not going to get elevated by fighting Von Wagner. He's not. Yeah, I do think that he's stagnated, and that's only because of how they told his story is what they did with him. I think they created a perception that he's stagnating because his calling card was I got next, and we didn't see or hear of that chase. It's like this top baby face is telling you I'm going to go after that title, and then it really didn't happen. It's kind of like what happened Lashley. with Bobby Lashley where he's parading around with the WWE title, but never mentioned that he wanted a shot at the title, although they did salvage it kind of by giving him the U.S. title. But it's like, isn't Bobby Lashley supposed to be in line for this other thing? But yeah. uh, it really does. Feel and I think like it was like, uh, you were talking about like wrestling lessons. I think it was from Bret Hart who said, when you have a baby face that doesn't deliver on their promise, you lose your baby face. That's one thing that yes. a baby face should not do. Like learn how to cut a promo when you're not promising wins that you're not going to get because it's so easy for the fans to become uninvested if you're just making fake promises. Yes. Yeah, I get it because I would assume they're trying to book it for when he finally reaches as it's such a moment, right? But it's like, how? why would you watch him if he already failed four times? Yeah, that's a great point. And there's a lot of rules like that because it is a pretty fragile position to be in as a babyface. And yeah. rules like that or babyface shouldn't start a fight and lose it. But yeah, there's, there's plenty of things that you've got to do to protect yeah. the babyface that they're not really doing. But this ends right. in count out. It ended the way I felt like it should have started, where they're just brawling. And then that's like the thread for the rest of the night. Oh my God, but that wasn't it. Like I, I actually like what they did after here more than what they were doing in the ring. Yeah, 100%. This is exactly what I wanted out of this match. This is what I expected, the yeah. brawl. And it ends with Solo Sokoa throwing Robert Stone in a garbage can. Where did he do this, Issa? In the NXT, was Wait, in the in NXT, the NXT parking lot, in the in the most dangerous place on earth, the NXT parking lot. I thought you were taking me back because didn't you remember? Wasn't Rhea Ripley who also put Robert Stone yes. in a dumpster? Yes. Okay, so I was having flashbacks of like when that happened, when when this was going on, that I even forgot that they were in the parking lot. Yeah, murder capital. 
NXT parking lot. Oh my God. I'm scared. I'm scared. Kelvin R. Alexander for $5 believes that Von Wagner is a younger clone of Jack Swagger. I think that is a disservice to Swagger. Really? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe. I could see the similarity. I do think that Jack Swagger yeah, is I do too. overrated. Uh, I, I think he was a good athlete, and he continues to be pretty entertaining. Not going to be known for his promos. Didn't give the greatest promos or whatnot, but I, I did think there was something there that they kind of gave up on a little too early. I'm looking forward to him against Claudio tomorrow on Dynamite. Should be a lot of fun. They got We the People chance and Blood and Guts. Yeah, so. it's the most invested people have been in Hager in a long time. Yeah, a very long time. <laughs> a long, long time. <laughs> Give him my dog. <laughs> yeah, he's invested now. That's how you, that's how you Even my dog is like, it's been this long since somebody cared about him. Your dog's over there cooking Jake Hager. We get uh, toxic attraction, denial, 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 and I believe him 100%. And you know what I love about this? You said, here's the good thing about this is that when toxic attraction is vindicated, or if you don't know what's going to happen yet, but if they're vindicated, uh, Wade Barrett is going to just have a field day because he was in their I corner know. saying that they didn't do it. And, you know, Vic Joseph, oh, Wade, how can you say that? So Wade is just going to be great. Vic Joseph and, and Warren are such a good commentating team. I can, yes. and, and, and they were with um, Beth Phoenix, and I was so sad. Remember how sad we were when Beth Phoenix left? Oh, but yeah. they just picked up where it ended, and they're just so smooth. They never bother me. They always, like, when I do pay attention, you know, it's, it's like you hear these comments and you laugh. They're, they're, they do such an incredible job in commentary on NXT, and I don't think that a lot of people, like, give them the credit that they deserve because I can make it through two hours and not, I don't ever remember getting annoyed by commentary on NXT as <laughs> I do on other shows. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I think they're a great team. Uh, I think they play off each other very well. And they, they have no problem kind of busting each other's balls and, and, and sticking with the, the product. I, don't, I feel like it never takes over when they start arguing. It's really good what they do. Right. They're not trying to put themselves over, which yes. not saying any other commentary team does, but it comes off that way sometimes. Oh, yeah. Everybody's guilty of it. Uh, we have uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams out with these queens. Man, everybody's pulling tonight. Everybody getting women. They're going to the jacuzzi, the penthouse. And then the champagne room, but we didn't get to see that. Uh, I, I Again, NXT 2.0 is just repeating things because I remember the gold Triple H picture was from Damian Priest in the hot tub with the North American Championship. The champagne was cheap. I will never forgive that Damian Priest for popping that cheap-ass champagne. But it's been done before. I feel like NXT 2.0 is just going back to the classic moments, right? Because we've seen this. However, I did love this promo from Carmelo and Trick Williams. They really always manage to get my attention every week. I think they're the best thing on this show. Yeah, and that champagne was before inflation, so there's no excuses to have been that cheap after winning that title. <laughs> yeah, no. Not uh, we have a Lash Legend versus um, Indy Hartwell. Okay, they had a pretty cool uh, vignette where she rolled the basketball and then Alba fires bat, stopped the basketball. That was pretty cool. Uh, but they yeah. had this match and Alba Fire distracts Lash Legend with, uh, she's got the basketball, she's got the bat, there's fire, Lash is distracted. Poor Indy tries a top rope move and completely botches it, but they did kind of catch themselves and do the roll up and then the counter roll up and Indy Harwell was uh, able to win. And then Alba Fire, I wrote, attempted aggravated assault with a deadly weapon on two occasions and thankfully went 0 for 2 as Lash Legend got away. Yeah. 
Um, this was this was fun. I liked the promo before. I really enjoyed Lash Legend. I thought the match was going well. I didn't I didn't like the botch. It just completely took me off, and everything that you said happened after that. It was just a little iffy for me. Um, but yeah, I love Indy a lot, and, and this was a mistake. I feel so bad that it was so clear. But like you said, they saved it. And for a second there, I was like, was that a botch, or was she supposed to fall like that? It was only a second, but she did get me for a minute because they recovered so fast from it. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to Alba Fire versus Lash Legend. But, again, I don't want to see Lash Legend keep losing. So, we'll see what happens here because I have a feeling Alba Fire is not losing anytime soon. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a problem with this storyline is they keep beating Lash Legend. But um, we'll see yeah. what happens. We get Chase U in, quote, unquote, London in the United oh, Kingdom. Andre Chase beautiful. gets knighted. And so, they're doing these highlights. What did you think about this? Why did you say quote unquote? They were in London, didn't you see? Was that legit London or was that uh, Universal Studios? I, I don't know. I don't know, Alfred. I don't know, but I wish it would have been. They they walked Abbey Road. I want to. I want to enroll in Chase U. I do. I don't know what I want to learn, but I'm gonna enroll because you get to visit the world with them, Alfred. Yeah, you get to study abroad. Yeah, this is they great for the trip. It was beautiful. You know, WWE mm -hmm. keeps having to do these gimmicks where they're saying, oh, this is not a male model agency. This is not a real cause. Well, not, why not make it a real cause? Like, they could make some extra coin just enrolling people and doing these, you know, regular classes. What are they going to teach them? Do you realize how much it goes into opening an actual college? They could do like an in-person, like an in-person skills share where you're just taking like courses. You know what I mean? Like, it's not Absolutely. like... WWE oh has God, the so legal funny. muscle to be able to set up some shell of a college that takes people's money. Oh Listen, my God. I'm not advocating for I would enroll. I would enroll. I would enroll. I would take I one course at least. <laughs> Throw that on a resume? Yeah. But um, all these fixes. Hey, did you scan that code, the QR code? It looks yes, like I we did. got a yes, uh, hint as to what this might be. It is a very clever. Did I really we... like how they did this. It's a it was like the worldly puzzle, but it was impossible to solve. Yes, and so it looks like this. Do we see this? Do we see it? Are we able to see it? Yeah. Okay. Have it's you figured it out? I have not. Some people are saying Havoc, Quinn, Becky, Cruz. The point is the letter C is in uh, the word. It's a five-letter word. It has a letter C, and the letter C is at the end. And the letter O is either the first letter or the fourth letter. So it could be Havoc. It could be something that starts with an O. Um, they've got me guessing. They've got a lot of people guessing. I don't think uh, anybody has a firm I... handle on what this could be. So... I watched it and I love what they're doing because the first one was a date, right? And now we have the word puzzle. The one thing that I will say is I tried to solve it for like two minutes and then I was like, somebody's going to solve it for me. So why am I wasting my time? You know, work That's smarter, right. not harder. So I, I'll go on Twitter when we get done here and I'll see who's figure it out. That's right. I play Wordle every morning and sometimes, sometimes, not all the times, just a few times, it'll get so hard that I'm just like, screw it. And then I just start looking five letter words that end in C. I did that for wrestlers. I'll just Google wrestlers who ended in C and see who could it be. But uh, I don't think I have anything. Oh my God. I've never had to Google a Wordly, but I have failed a few. So oh, really? I guess you, I'm you're... frustrated with it because you feel so dumb. Like... Yeah, no, I've definitely failed some of them. You, but you're one of those honor systems, scouts, honors, girl scouts, who never takes a little sneak peek at what it could be? No, I don't. But I, I fail too. Like, I get, I don't think, like, I just keep typing things up and next thing I know, I use all of my tries. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes. And I've never done a Wordle on another computer. And then uh, when I saw my chances running out, go on my phone to try to uh, correct that. <laughs> never will I ever do something like that. Oh, never would you, huh? Listen, Wordle is not my thing, but I will tell you one thing. Come at me with Sudoku. You're not beating me. Not beating oh. me at all. I'm telling you that right, right now. How are you at the crossword? 
I, I'm pretty good, but so don't, so don't go so hard there. You got to do it with numbers. I go, I, I have like a whole run of like the extra hard level on my, on my phone and a perfect run. I didn't even make a mistake. Finished it wow. perfectly. It was beautiful. I'm the, I'm, I'm a queen at it. The Jane Cargill uh, yeah. of Sudoku. Yeah. 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 That's it. That's, I'm putting that on my resume too. <laughs> Tony D'Angelo with stacks. And uh, they're facing oh Nofe and Blade. Okay, the highlight came when Tony D'Angelo got the win for his team. But the second biggest highlight of this match and of the night was Wade Barrett making an inside reference to New York Jets quarterback Zach Wilson allegedly sleeping with his mother's best friend. A fresh social media controversy as Wade Barrett says that Nofe is a straight homie hopper. He's got a little dog in him. If you know, you know. But Wade Barrett be in these streets, Issa. I don't think anybody. Yo, is in I didn't even know. I didn't even know that reference. And I thought me coming in here with the Paloma reference was was breaking. No, this is even newer. <laughs> yeah, it was literally something that's been happening the last few hours. Uh, you just gotta look it up. New I have it. I've been I've been streaming. I've been streaming. So I haven't caught up with the news yet. You know. Oh, you're gonna love this story, Issa. It is a it oh is a very hilarious. It's right up my road. It's about uh, the love of cougars. Cougars were celebrated today, and it cougars warmed my great. heart. Milfs are great. Cougars oh. are great. H ain't nothing but a number. Shout out to the cougars in the world who are getting the recognition they deserve. Anything in the waiting cougar room? Day. You have? Do you have cougars in the waiting room right now, Alfred? Oh, always. There's always at least a couple of them, you know. So we we do have office hours that we have to extend because the, you know the cougars are never leaving here. But uh, we need to have a national cougar day the day after Mother's Day. I, I think we need to start that movement. What about a mother lover day? This football player will gladly celebrate it. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do it. We gotta go to city council and get this get this in stone. <laughs> we have uh, Tony. D okay, so Tony D'Angelo wins. Good for them. And uh, Tony's the, the best. We're just trying to wonder whether Cruz and Wild where their loyalties are, and then they attacked Blade after. So it looks like for now they're gonna be with the family. Why do we have to wonder? They're not part of the family. They're not gonna be loyal to you. They're faking it. Like why are we just stating the obvious in NXT yeah. two point we're going to build to a dramatic return with Santos Escobar. And then it's going to be World War III all over again between these two. Wait, he didn't kill him? Did he throw him down the river or no? I don't I didn't watch dark. this week. He might Well, as far as we know, Santos Escobar is still with us. But NXT, they got okay. dark by killing off a character. They killed off two dimes. They might kill off Santos. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What if he threw him in the same spot as... No, he can't do that. He's not that dumb of a criminal. You can't throw him in the same spot. Yeah, I totally <laughs> he, knows. <laughs> he, he knows. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> We've got uh, Axiom is in a mask. Here he comes. And then we get to our main event, Mandy Rose versus Roxanne Perez. And uh, it was booked that Roxanne Perez would have wasted her title opportunity. Like if she wasn't able to compete, that would have right. just been null and void. That's weird. Yeah, um, very weird. The crowd's really into Mandy. So she's talking. There's these chants, shut the F up. And then all the simps are saying, let her talk. So they're going back and forth. And then conveniently, Cora Jade steps in and says that if Roxanne Perez is too hurt to compete, then I'll accept the challenge valiantly like the baby face that I am. Oh, yeah, and okay. Taped ribs and all, here comes Roxanne Perez. I can do it. And the punchy underdog goes in there. Crowd's really getting into us toward the end in terms of yeah. Roxanne Perez as the underdog. And of course, Cora Jade gets that angle where Macy, uh, JC Jane is distracting the referee and Cora Jade folds up the NXT women's tag team title, and she strikes Roxanne Perez, and Roxanne Perez loses. Cora Jade is revealed as the assailant, as I think a lot of people thought, as WWE really just really fast 
forward at this angle. Was she revealed <laughs> as the attacker or did she just turn? They could still be a different attacker and Cora at that moment decided to snap. Absolutely right. Maybe the attacker could be this person who's the Wordle guy who's been sending all these letters. It could be a, it could be a smartphone. Could be the attacker. Uh, yeah, that's a great point, Issa. She never did confirm that she was the attacker, but uh, Cora yeah, she Jade. Turned, but it could have been somebody else that attacked her. That's what I'm absolutely. saying. Absolutely. Yeah, she she attacked uh, uh, her in the match in terms of costing her the match. So she's healed now. Mm -hmm. One week after them winning these tag titles, we get the breakup angle, we get the heel turn, we get the possible reveal of an attacker, uh, which we'll see next week if they uh, just put that on Cora as well. But. This is where I thought, you know, last week on the podcast, I was just saying the moment that Roxanne won that breakout tournament, it seemed like WWE was telling a story that Roxanne kept one upping Cora Jade. And then when they won the tag titles, now she's still going to up one up her with the world title. And now it's just immediately, they've really sped up the storyline. Uh, so what did you think about the turn and where this angle is going, Isla? Um, uh, I I thought the the execution of it was good. Like you said, predictable, but sometimes being predictable, there's nothing wrong with that. And again, even to the argument that I just made, you don't know if Cora really attacked her or Cora decided to snap at that moment and there could be a different attacker. The match itself, I can never get into the baby face doing the underdog thing and then kind of not selling for a second while they get a move and they go back to selling. It kind of throws me off the match a little bit. It's not an angle that I like, but I like that they did that because if Cora got the match and then... I don't know. I feel like the story would have not been told the right way if they if they went in a different direction. Uh, yeah, I didn't think Mandy Rose was losing the title here, so I thought this was all about the breakout, the breakup of these two, which we did get, but it just feels so random and so fast. Yeah. Also, I have not trusted Cora J since she said that ass because that's not a word that that little girl should be using. So I knew she wasn't trustworthy. Yeah, and you know, Issa, you're like the you're like the con sniffer in terms of knowing when somebody is full of crap. You did this with Lacey Evans almost the moment she started cutting those promos, and she's healed now. And then Cora Jade, I believe it was when she was cut that first promo where she kind of shoved. Yeah. A, it was like, oh, it's not about me, and she started talking about herself. That was very early on in this process that you didn't trust Cora Jade. So whenever Issa yeah. says she doesn't trust some trifling uh, woman, chances are she's trifling. This is why woman. I wanna. This is why I want to go to Survivor of Big Brother, because at least I know I could sniff them out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Another one just snuffed out by Issa. Uh, Kelvin Alexander says Nikita's promo was pretty good tonight. She didn't sound confident, but there was a little Karen energy in that promo yeah. with Nikita. Yo. I don't like how she defended it. She was like, I don't know why everybody's saying that it's me. I, I just want to say it was very whiny, not well scripted. I love that you said Karen energy because now it clicked. It like clicked for me. I, there was something about the the promo that I didn't like. The one part that I liked was when she said, "If she needs an opponent, I'll go put on my gear right now because that's what I want to see from Nikita Lyons. Not this whole I'm a victim. No, I'm a badass and I'm gonna kick their asses. You can't have a baby face that's a badass. It's a it's a thing, you know." Hell yeah. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm very excited to see Nikita Lyons start to come back. I think she will ultimately be the person who dethrones Mandy Rose. It's looking more and more like that. Me too. Me too. Yeah, it's gonna because... be her or Tiffany Stratton. I think Tiffany is, is on a is on an upwards momentum as well. I could see it going from Mandy to Nikita to Tiffany Stratton, whether it's mm -hmm. over the next couple of months. You know, WWE loves fast forwarding things. So I do yeah. see that being the progression because you don't really want to do heel versus heel. And I do think Mandy and Tiffany are a little too similar. I'd love to see them together. I'd love to see Tiffany as part of Toxic Attraction, to be honest. But I do think they're a little too similar to no, be feuding no. with Tiffany one another. Is too... No, Tiffany, is... she's not going to be part of something. She has to be running it. 
Sure, and that could be the thing. This, this it's the ultimate. Yeah. If WWE loves doing Mean Girls, that's pretty much what Mean Girls was: is the little power yeah. struggle to where they eventually uh, have a powder keg explosion. So she doesn't necessarily have to be the beta; she could be somebody who wants to run the group. Too. Right. Yeah, agreed. But as a feud, I don't think it would be very exciting. I do think it would be a pretty interesting feud, her and Nikita Lyons, just because of how different they are and where yeah. you can go with that in terms of body positivity or whatnot. There's a lot you can do. Yeah, I just I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that feud to go in the ring until they're prepared because I don't want to have a feud that's going to expose someone. I don't know if any of them could like carry a match, like carry the other one in a match. You know what I mean? Oh, they sure. both feel so like young in the ring still. But I, I, I feel like watching them both wrestle, you already can see how much they've improved. So, yeah. And that's why I don't want W to be the, even though what we to saw rush tonight, this story. fast forward yeah. and rush them. Like exactly. this is something that needs to cook maybe through the end of the year is that, could be the next yeah. champions. Think about it. We literally just got to know Roxanne. You know, she wins this, like, she just came in a few months ago and she's gone through all of this already. It's, it's a lot in such a short period of time. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, listen, this was not the best show. It did have its moments. We were kind of roasting it off air and even on air. But I will say, I did like the I always like when NXT is structured, even any wrestling yeah. show, with one central storyline that you have to focus on. They're way easier to watch. And I had to kind of take notes so that well, we can you know, shout out to Glenn. He's in parts unknown this weekend. This week, he'll be back Friday. But I had to take notes throughout the show. It's so much easier to cover when there's just one yeah. storyline and there's not a million things being thrown at you. Right, right. No, it was, I always say NXT never, like, always feels watchable to me. Even when the shows are on eventful or eventful, there's always something that you're going to enjoy. That first match between um, Giovanni and Apollo was really good. I didn't like the ending, but they really killed it. Yes, very good match. Again, that's why I don't want them to just give it away at the beginning of the next week's show. Right. This could have been an incredible pay-per-view match. Probably still will be. Yeah. That was your show with uh, NXT. So there we are with NXT. She is at NYC Demon Diva with a one on Twitter. Follow her on YouTube and Twitter and all of social media, NYC Demon Diva. Best reactions in the game, Issa. I'm at This Is Nasty. YouTube Pro Wrestling Bits at This Is Nasty on Twitter. This has been the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, everybody. Good night. <laughs>